Welcome to the TPC Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Pentecostal Church is located at 3700 Kelly Highway in Fort Smith, Arkansas. With roots anchored firmly right here in the Arkansas River Valley, it continues to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world and a hospital for hurting souls. TPC is a place where you can call home and fulfill your calling in the kingdom of God. Join us for this incredible word from the Lord today. So glad to be here in the house of the Lord. Before we finish tonight, God is going to do great things. Before we finish, the, he, the, the sick will be healed. If you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you shall receive the Holy Ghost tonight before we are done. Amen. How many believe that? I want us to go to the word of the Lord together. We're going to go to Luke chapter 22, verse 31 and 32. Luke chapter 22, verse 31 and 32. Para los hermanos que hablan español, Dios le bendiga. Es bueno estar aquí otra vez en la casa de Dios juntos. Amen. For our Spanish brethren who speak Spanish, it's good to be in the house of the Lord with all of you this evening. Luke chapter 22, verse 31 and 32 says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Verse 32, the Lord is saying, I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. I want us to put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven one more time. Let's open up our hearts to receive what the Lord would speak to us. Lord Jesus, I thank you in advance for what you are going to do in this place tonight. I take dominion and authority of every spirit of doubt, every spirit of fear, everything that is contrary to your word and your will. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I lose faith right now. I lose miracles, signs, and wonders to be be released in this place tonight. I thank you in advance for what you are going to do. We open our hearts and our minds to receive your word in Jesus name we pray let's clap our hands together all across this place Lord we worship you Jesus hallelujah Jesus you may be seated in the name of Jesus we read in the story and Jesus is speaking to Simon he tells him that Satan has desired to have him, to sift him. But the Lord looks at him. He says, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. It is these 12 men, these 12 disciples had, had, had forsaken their jobs. They had forsaken their families and they had decided to follow Jesus. And for three and a half years, Jesus had been their everything. Jesus had, had guided them. He had been their daily bread. Jesus had, had done many things. Life had become somewhat predictable for them. They, they were used now to seeing signs, wonders, and miracles as a daily occurrence. And the only unknown for them was where were they going to see it and who was it going to happen to today they they saw the king of kings on a daily basis he was their storyteller he was their 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 bread multiplier he was the light in in dark sayings this he was their leader he was their guide he was their way maker he was everything that there was to them but here in this verse in our text they come to the passover and here at passover things were on the verge of change 
changing things were about to shift for them and the, not some minor change or an adjustment or a minor thing in their lifestyle but a radical change was about to happen something that they really should have expected but they they were not expecting it in fact unknown to them and in just a matter of a few moments in a, a matter of a few minutes their lives would be changed in such a way that they would never be the same again they, they these chosen ones these disciples they they were at a place of transition that that, that would test them it would try them in every way that they, that they could only imagine they they were sitting around the table in the midst of everything they they were striving of who was going to be the greatest they were arguing among themselves who was going to sit on the right hand who was going to sit on the left hand they were discussing lordship and they were discussing authority and we see amongst them there's a power struggle that is among them they were they were told right in the midst of everything as they are beginning to struggle and debate among each other they they're told that there's a betrayer in their midst and then Jesus he gives them a command in Luke 22 and 28 he says ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations he looks at them and he said you guys have been with me since the beginning he said you have endured my trials you have endured the things you have endured my test he said you have stood with me when everyone else has forsaken me he said you have stayed with me when others have left me he looks at his disciples and he says you guys you you have loved me when everyone else has hated me you've you've honored me when others have despised me you you've obeyed me when others have rebelled against my word and from the moment that I I called you 12 the moment that I called you you have proven steadfast and you have proven to me that, that you want to be with me you you have stood my my test you have stood my temptations you have stood my temptations in the time of my life and he says in a moment things are going to change he says it's no longer going to be about my temptations but it will be about your temptations that will try you and that will test you as fire it was at this moment that Jesus, he's looking at them and he's trying to get them to open their eyes and to realize the change that was on the horizon. And that is when he looks at Peter and he singles out Peter and he says, the Lord says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. And the Lord looks at him and what he is saying, he says, Satan, he says Satan's sifting process is, is about to turn. It's about to change. He said, I, I have been the one that's been going through trials and temptations, but there's about to be a transition. And the, and, and the process is about to turn from me to you, Peter. And you, you are going to be the object of trials. Peter, you're going to be the object of temptation. Satan, he's going to try to put you through the strainer. He's going to put you through the sifter to try to remove something that is tremendous in your life life and the devil he will try to break us down and break that precious gift that is within us and make you of no of no use by filtering things out of our lives but he looks at Peter in verse 32 and he says but I have prayed for thee he says but Peter I, I, I know that what you're about to face is something great but I have prayed for you that your faith fail not how many would like Jesus to pray for you? Jesus looks at him. He says, Peter, I'm praying for you. And Jesus here, he declares the object of 
of his prayer. He looks at Peter and he says, Peter, I'm, I'm praying that, that your faith doesn't fail in the midst of this trial. In the midst of this temptation, what I'm praying most of all is that your faith would not fail. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We understand that without faith we have nothing. We know that Hebrews 11 and 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. He says, Peter, if you are going to survive the temptations, if you are going to survive without my physical presence here amongst you you must make sure that your faith does not fail he says it cannot stop functioning it cannot disappoint the expectations your faith must not be absent it is interesting to me that Jesus looks at him and he does not pray for Peter that his finances will not fail him he does not pray for him that his health will not fail him he looks at Peter he doesn't say well I'm praying that your family doesn't fail you or that your friends don't fail you, or that your relationships don't fail you. He doesn't pray that his education doesn't fail him, or that his eyes or his strength wouldn't fail him. He says, I'm praying that your faith does not fail you. The object of Satan's attack, your faith is the most valuable thing that you have. Your faith is the thing that keeps you going. It was a few years ago, December 7th, 2017, I entered into one of the darkest hours of my life. And from December 2017, and for the next eight months, I faced the biggest battle of my life, of my ministry that would cause me to question everything. As I went through, we went through different things in the nation of Spain. I, it looked like we were going to, everything in the midst of everything that was growth and revival, it, it looked like all of a sudden there was going to be division. There were, I, believe, I thought we were going to lose at least 20 churches from our, our, our organization and leaders and pastors and people that I thought that were my friends. They, they turned against me and began to, to look for ways to get rid of me. And as, as things began, to spiral out of control we came under such a spiritual heavy attack that that was so suffocating there were days that I would wake up and I could not breathe I would I would wake up and I, I would try my best to get out of the bed I I remember one particular night in my in my bedroom I watched as a large spirit the size of a six-foot person walked into my bedroom and turned around and walked back and and I and there was such spiritual activity during that time it was during that time I remember on, on the train between Barcelona and Madrid I, I thought that I was going to have a heart attack I stood up and I and I thought oh my goodness I'm going to die here on the train and they're going to have to call my wife and my children and tell them that they have found my body on this and Satan he came against me it was it was during that time including during that time that that brother Shelton came he I think my wife called him secretly and said you better get over here and help my husband he's going crazy and it was during that time I, I would get up and I would preach and I and I couldn't feel anything I would get up and preach and I I couldn't feel God I, I remember one particular time during that time as well the 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 the, uh, the the Sunday school teachers came running in at the end of or at the beginning of service saying there's something wrong with your daughter your daughter cannot breathe there's there's something going on and so I, I rushed out and Satan immediately came to my mind he said I'm going to take your children I'm going to touch your daughter I'm going to take their life and I lived under the, uh, a 
constant pressure for, for eight months. I could not pray. I, I, I remember one night in particular, I called a preacher and I laid on the phone. I, I called the preacher. I said, you need to pray for me. I said, I can't pray for myself, but, but if you can just pray for me. And I laid the phone on my chest and I just listened for over an hour as I listened to the man of God pray. When I couldn't pray for myself, someone else had to pray for me. It was that time that my faith was shaken. The devil, he told me, he said, revival is going to stop in your nation. He said to me, I'm going to divide the work. He said, your children are going to get sick. You're supposed to be a man of faith. You say you believe in the miraculous. I'm about to touch your family. And I, and I lived under that, that depression. I lived. I felt dead inside. I, I entered into a depression. I felt uh, I couldn't preach anymore. My, my faith felt non-existent. Why is it so important that our faith fell not? The Bible says, For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. Whoever is the offspring of God, a product of God, a child of God. So we as children of God, who have, as, as children of God, as faith, that's, that, that, as a child of God, I become a benefactor to his victories. As a child of God, I become a benefactor because he has overcome the world. How, how, how do I lay hold on the benefits that I have inherited by faith? The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold to eternal life whereunto thou art called and, and hast professed a good profession before many witness. I, I fight the good fight of faith because he has given me the victory. I fight the good fight, uh, fight of faith because I have been born of God. So I have been promised the victory 2 Corinthians 10 3 says for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth, exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. There's some of you who have been under an attack. It hasn't been about your family. It hasn't been about your finances. It hasn't been about your health. It has been about your faith. Satan has been looking for a way to sift you. Satan has been looking for a way to touch your faith. Because if your faith does not fail, it has the power to restore everything that has failed. If your faith does not fail, it has the power to restore everything. We all plead for more faith. We cry to God, Lord, give us more faith. Lord, enlarge our faith. Lord, I want great faith. Lord, I want powerful faith, miracle-working faith. The apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. A small seed, just a little bit of faith. Just a little faith changes everything. Just not great faith. If you made it here tonight, you have enough faith to receive a miracle. You may have come in here fighting, but if you made it through the doors tonight... There was enough faith in you to touch the hem of his garment. Because just a little bit of faith 
begins to change everything. We know the story in Mark chapter 5, verse 25, a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent year all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. Her health had failed. Physicians had failed. Her money had failed and time was running out. Time had failed. But when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may but touch but his clothes, I shall behold. The Bible says in Luke 8 48, and he said unto her daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. That thing that Satan has tried to devour, that thing that Satan has gone after is, has not been your family. He's been going after your faith. He's not been going after your health. He's been going after your faith. He's not been going after your finance. He hasn't been going after your kids. He's been going after your faith because he knows if I can get your faith, it will destroy everything. But if I can hold on to my faith, it's the faith that's going to restore everything. Yeah, you might have touched my family, but I still got my faith. Yeah, you might have touched my kids but as long as I have my faith everything can be restored as long as I have my faith don't let your faith fail faith will restore your loss and win your battle someone might say well I don't know if I have any faith the Bible says that Every man has been given a measure of faith. The Bible also says that, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So the more of the word that you receive, the more that you hear his voice, the stronger your faith begins. It begin, your faith is. It was during that darkest hour of my trial of that time. I felt no faith. I, I, I could not pray away my trial. I could not fast enough for deliverance. It, it was a time I had to learn to trust. It was only after I had survived that dark hour that I could see the purpose of God through everything. I, I had to learn to trust. And instead of losing 22, churches we we have added 20 churches since then yeah it, it was a tough moment to go through and I realized now what Satan wanted he was wanting my faith and I, I said Satan you can touch everything but you can't have my faith it's during around that same time that I noticed one time that my my son wasn't hearing me like he well, like he should have, and I was going outside, I was going to, to preach in another city in, in Spain, and I told my wife, I said, why don't you go and, and uh, take our son to the doctor, there's something that's not right, and so they went to the doctor and did some tests, they said, well, he has some, something's wrong with his ears, he can't hear like he should, and try this medicine, try this, and, and then come back here in a couple weeks, and I, I came back for my trip, and I uh, th that next week and things still weren't better a couple weeks went by and so we went back to the doctor and the the uh, the, the doctor decided to run more tests he put the the, the the machine on him began to test hearing and came afterwards and said well your son he cannot hear the roar of an airplane engine he said he he's losing his hearing he said I don't know what's going on and uh, 
I'm not sure what, what, what the deal is, but you can go and here's some specialists that I can recommend that you can begin to try things out and, and test these things out. It was something that came against me very hard as my, my child, my, my family. It's one thing to pray for other people, but when it's your own children that are under attack, all of a sudden the Satan starts throwing things at your mind. And, and it was a period, I, I, I called everyone that I knew. I, I called every man of faith that I, I knew, and I put him on the phone, on speakerphone. I said, hey, could you pray for my son here? He, he's losing his hearing. He can't hear. And uh, this went on for several months and prayed, and nothing was better, nothing was better, nothing was better. And I would go, and I would preach, and I would minister in other places, and I would see the hand of the Lord, and I would see God do many wonderful miracles. And I would go back home, and my, my son was, was still sick. My son still could not hear. I remember one particular service. I was in, in uh, the city of Saragossa, and, and uh, uh, my son was sitting on the front row, and I called the people forward that, that morning, and those that needed healing, and the first lady who came up from the beginning before anyone could even lay hands on her, all of a sudden her, she was deaf in one of her ears, and all of a sudden she started shouting and praising God that her deaf ear has opened, and as we began to pray, another brother was over to the, my left, and he had had a surgery on one of his ears, and they had messed something up, and, 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 and all of a sudden he began to shout, and he began to testify, God has opened my ear, I, I can hear, and, and as people began to receive miracle after miracle, I watched as my, my son sat on the front row and, and, and my son couldn't hear me and, and Satan he, he used that against me and he would battle me and he would say how are you going to get up and pray for everybody else how, how are you going to preach faith when you, you can't pray for your own son and your, your son can't hear you while you're preaching you're praying you, you're, you're believing that God can do miracles uh, why don't you go ahead and stop that why don't you go ahead and, and, and until your son can get better why don't you go ahead and stop preaching that mess Begin to wear on me month after month, and I remember one particular, <clears throat> one particular uh, <clears throat> day. My, I talked to one minister. He said, "Why don't you write down all of the the times that you have seen God open deaf ears?" And so I got out a yellow notebook pad of paper, and I began to write down the names and the dates and the places where I had seen God open up the deaf ears. And I began to write those down uh, one by one by one. Everyone, I went through my notes and I looked through, and I got names and I got dates, and I and I folded that piece of paper up and I put it under my son's pillow. And every night I would say, "Lord, now you did it for them, and so I'm going to keep believing that you're going to do it for others. I'm going to keep preaching this. I I haven't seen what you." That what I want to see yet, but I'm going to believe that you're going to do it. After after about a month's time of it being under his pillow, I took it out from his pillow and I put it on the refrigerator with a magnet. And I would walk by the refrigerator every day, and I would put my hands on the, that note, that yellow notepad, and I, a note piece of paper, and I would say, "Lord, now you've done it for them. I'm I'm believing that you're going to do it for me." I went to Madrid, preaching one of our churches in Madrid, and. I was preaching and preaching on the miraculous and God began to do miracles. There was a lady who came dancing up the front with a card in her hand. She come dancing. And she said, Pastor, I have just been healed. She said, this is my card from the government showing that I have been deaf. He said, but God has, has opened my ears and I can hear perfectly. And I smiled really big. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. But I was in my mind, the devil came to me. He said, what about your son back in Barcelona? This ain't real. Your son's back there, and he still can't hear. Something rose up within me. 
And it was loud, and they, were, they were, had the music cranked up, and so no one could really hear me. And I decided to have a conversation with the devil. And I turned around, and I said, okay, Satan, I am sick and tired of this. I said, you have been coming against me for long enough. And I, have make, I am making up in my mind tonight that I'm going to keep preaching this. I don't care if the Lord never touches my son. I'm going to keep preaching this. And I told the devil, I said, I am about to wreck your kingdom because everywhere I go, I'm going to preach and see the miraculous. You think you're going to steal my faith? I'm going to preach this, and I'm going to believe that God is going to continue to do the miraculous everywhere. I was, I must have been yelling and screaming for about five minutes back and forth. I was mad. I was, I was mad. Got on the train the next day, Monday, went back to Barcelona. My wife was there in the kitchen when I got there and I came home and I pulled that yellow piece of paper off the refrigerator because I had another name to put on there. So I took it off put it on the table and I pulled my pen out wrote that other name wrote the date deaf ears open put it back on the refrigerator and I said Lord you did it for them you're going to do it for my son my wife was over there she was kind of doing her thing folding some laundry or something she said you know why don't you go ahead and put Lincoln's name down on the list I said you know, woman of God, that's a, why didn't I think of that before? So I took that piece of paper down, I put it on the table, I wrote Lincoln, Andrew Herod. I put the month, I put the date, and I put it back on the refrigerator. I said, Lord, I thank you for doing it. It's already done in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to let Satan have my faith. He's, he's been trying to wrestle for my faith long enough. It was the next morning when we woke up. My same son came walking in. All of a sudden, I noticed he could hear everything. I grabbed him. I put him on my lap. I began to whisper in his ear. I said, can you hear me? I said, why don't you say that? I whispered. And I said, say, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. He shouted out, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. I whispered in the other ear. Can you repeat? Say, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. He shouted, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. I decided I'm not going to Satan. He wants my faith. He doesn't want my boy. He wants my faith. He doesn't want your health. He wants your faith. There's somebody that needs to stand up tonight and have a conversation with the devil and say, Satan, you've tried touching me long enough, but you can't have my faith. Let's all stand together, clap our hands to the Lord. Jesus prayed that thy faith fail not. He didn't pray that your job wouldn't fail, that your car wouldn't fail, that your health wouldn't fail, that your dreams wouldn't fail, that your children wouldn't fail, that your family may, wouldn't fail. Those things may fail. 
Satan might touch some of those things. But don't allow Satan to sift your faith. That is your greatest test and greatest temptation in this last hour. Because Satan knows if I can get their faith, I get everything. If I can touch their faith, I get everything. Satan, you might touch everything. You might get everything. But you will not get my faith. Musicians would come. Some of you have gone through a dark time, a time of transition. But there, there's something that we see after that transition. It was Simon, he prayed, Jesus prayed that Simon's faith wouldn't fail. Because he knew he would preach on the day of Pentecost. He knew he would see signs, wonders, and miracles. Satan knew. He, he, he knew what was prophesied. He, he knew what was coming down the road. He said, I've got to try to stop Peter. If I, if I can get his faith, then this thing is over. And, and he almost got to him. That's why Jesus said, hey, I, I know you're about to go through some stuff. I know you're about to go through some darkness. But if you'll just hold on to your faith, and your faith doesn't fail you, when you get out on the other side, there's going to be a great, great ministry ahead. There's going to be a great demonstration ahead there's going to be some things that you're going to see you're going to go from addition to multiplication you're going to go from a little growth to great growth if you can just hold on to your faith you may be here tonight and you maybe have dealt some things in, even in your own health and you may have prayed before and you have not seen the answers that you wanted to see but we're going to pray tonight because again because we're not going to let the devil touch our faith we may have prayed and, but don't let the devil get to you and say you know what quit praying for that you prayed for that already and, and it hasn't happened no 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 Satan the word of God says by his stripes I'm healed I may not have seen it yet but the word of God says it's done so I'm going to hold on to my faith If you need healing in your body tonight, maybe something you've dealt with for a long time, and Satan has battled you, and there have been times you've quit praying about it, you've quit coming to the front about it. Don't let Satan touch your faith. That's what he's after. He's after the faith. Because your faith has the power to restore everything that has been taken. Faith has the power to restore everything. Some of your families have been touched. Some of your kids have been touched. And you've almost thrown in the towel. It's because Satan's after your faith. If I hold on to my faith, restoration, the, the restoration that God wants to bring about comes because I've held on to faith. Once everything is stripped away and I still have faith, faith brings restoration faith brings healing faith brings deliverance whatever it is that you need if you have faith enough to be here tonight you have faith enough to receive something from God so if you need healing in your body I want you to come around the front if you need a touch you need a miracle in your body you have a physical need in your body it may be sickness it may be pain it may be a blood disease whatever the case may be I want you to come around you may have prayed before but we're going to pray again 
here tonight and you have never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues but you would like to receive that powerful blessing and that powerful gift of God I would like you to come around this altar as well if we could all just take another step forward another step forward thank you, thank you, that's it thank you, yes, yes, yes yes Maybe what you have been going through is not a physical thing, but it's been something the devil has been attacking your mind. It's attacked your family. You've been going through a depression. You've been going through darkness, and Satan has lied to you and said, you're not going to make it out. I'm going to take everything. I'm going to take your family. I'm going to take your kids. If, if you have heard those voices here, I want you to come around as, as well. I want you to come around the front as well. We're going to pray here together in just a moment. we do not wear at war after the flesh the weapons of warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ so Satan comes against us dark times I didn't know if I was going to make it but now looking back I see Satan just wanted my faith he saw what had been prophesied he saw what God wanted to do he said if I can get his faith he'll quit preaching if I get his faith he'll quit believing if I get his faith I'll mess everything up pastor, minister who has wanted to quit and just wanted to throw in the towel and just listen to the voice we're going to cast down those imaginations tonight as well every high thing that exalts this excel against the knowledge of God and we are going to fight the fight of faith sometimes it is a fight of faith faith is not a feeling faith is a knowledge and understanding because sometimes I understand what we say when we say I feel faith feel faith sometimes we don't feel anything but when I don't feel faith faith is still there because my faith is not based upon a feeling my faith is based upon what the Word of God says when I feel nothing I go back to the Word of God those dark times when Satan's trying to reach your faith that's why we got to go back to the Word when I can't feel anything, I go back to the Word. I can't feel anything. I can't see anything. But what does, what does the Word say? Have faith in God. Fight the good fight of faith. When I can't see it, when I can't feel it, I know what the Word of God has said. I know the Word of God says, by His stripes, I'm healed. I know the Word of God says, I am delivered. I know the Word of God says, I am set free. I know what the doctors have said, but I know what the Word of God says. before we pray the prayer of faith we're going to pray a prayer of repentance and ask that the Lord would cleanse our hearts our minds our spirits if there would be anything that would be in our lives that would not allow the Holy Ghost to come in 
We're going to prepare ourselves to receive what God would have for us tonight. Maybe you're here and you've never received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. As we begin to worship, you may be here to receive a miracle touch from God, but God will touch you and give you a miracle. And at the same time, He will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And as you begin to worship God in your own language, you will feel your tongue want to go a different direction and it will begin to want to dance. Don't, don't worry about that. That's just, that's just the sign of the Holy Ghost coming upon you. Just let that go. It might sound funny when it first starts happening, but every Christian in, in the book of Acts, when they receive the Holy Ghost, they also begin to speak in other tongues it's just very normal and so we're just going to let it happen here in just a moment and the Holy Ghost is going to fall over every one of us and we're all going to speak in other tongues but in preparation we're going to pray a prayer for repentance I cannot repent for you I, I can lead you in repentance we're all going to repent from the front to the back we're all going to pray a prayer of repentance and prepare ourselves to receive what God would have for us maybe you've been dealing with doubt maybe we need to pray Ask forgiveness for doubt. We've all had, we've all faced that. Lord, forgive me for doubt. I know what your word says is true. We're going to pray a prayer of repentance. If we could all close your eyes right where you're at. Lift your hands and let's all pray from our heart. I will lead you, but let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I ask you that you would forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I've done things that I should not have done. I've said things I shouldn't have said. But I've, done, I've had attitudes I should not have had. I've, I've thought things that I should not have had. Thought, Lord, I, I pray that you would forgive me right now. Cleanse my heart, my mind, my spirit. If there be anything, any wicked thing within me, God. Lord, your word says I don't even know my own heart. So if there are things in my heart, Lord, that I don't even know about, I ask that you would forgive me, that you would cleanse me. Lord, I want to prepare myself to receive everything that you have for me. And if there is anything in my life, Lord, that is not of you, if there's anything, Lord, in my life, Lord, that is not like you, I pray that you would forgive me. Lord, that you would wash me, that you would cleanse me. Lord, that you would purify me. Lord, right now I take the and authority of every spirit of doubt every spirit of fear everything that has come against our minds Lord I speak deliverance right now in the name of Jesus Satan has tried to sift us he has tried to take our faith but right now we take dominion and authority over in the name of Jesus we cast out doubt Lord I pray that you would forgive me Lord if I have allowed doubt in my life Lord forgive me Lord cleanse me I want to start over here tonight wash me purify me Lord Lord I pray Lord in a few moments that you would fill me with your spirit Lord, I pray in a few moments that you would heal me, Lord. Lord, as your word says, we are healed. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Lord, I thank you for cleansing me. Lord, I thank you. That's it. Just begin to thank the Lord for just a moment. Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for letting me start over here tonight. Lord, I pray you wash me. Cleanse me, Lord. Let the blood that was shed on Calvary, Lord, let it wash over me tonight. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. I thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness, Lord. I thank you that's it just for a moment that's it just pray that prayer of forgiveness let it come out of your mouth that's it just for a moment let the lord cleanse all of us lord i thank you for forgiving me thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah let's just thank the lord for a moment thank you jesus thank you for thank you for forgiving me thank you jesus thank you jesus everyone say thank you jesus now, if you were here tonight and 
you have never received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, but you would like to receive that as well tonight. If you just lift up your hand right where you're at. Is there anyone here that is, would like to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and the Spirit of God coming within you? And as you begin to worship Him, your, your tongue begins to, you begin to speak strange sounds as the evidence of His Spirit. Is there anyone here that has never received the Holy Ghost, but you would like to receive it? Here in just a moment, we're going to pray together and the Holy Ghost is going to fall over every one of us. Amen. Amen. Now, if you're here and you have a physical need in your body, I mean, you have you need a physical miracle. I mean, you, want, you need the Holy. You want the Holy Ghost? Amen. We're going to pray for you in just a moment. God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. In just a moment. Amen. I mean, is there anybody else? Amen. Amen. If you have a physical need in your body, just lift your hand. You have a physical need. You need the Lord to touch you physically. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we are going to pray with faith. With faith. To pray with faith. Now, how do we do that? Many times when we pray, we made the error, we've all done it, we make the mistake. We pray, Lord, Lord, if it's your will, Lord, touch me. Or we pray for someone, Lord, if it's your will, touch my brother. And, and now, if we're, we're, we're honest, many times the reason that we have prayed that way is because we're scared to death that it won't happen. And so we pray, Lord, if it be your will, then touch my brother or touch, my, or touch me. And, and so if it doesn't happen, then we say, well, I guess it wasn't the will of God. But we're going to pray with faith here tonight because the Word of God says by His stripes we are healed. The Word of God says that He is our healer, that He forgives all of our sins. He heals all our diseases. Lord, that's what Your Word says. So I'm going to connect my faith to what Your Word says. So we must remember in order as we begin to pray here in just a moment. Remember what you were doing when you received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You were worshiping Jesus. You begin to pray with faith and if you were begging God you, you, you struggle to receive the Holy Ghost until you begin to worship and as you begin to worship as you begin to worship the Holy Ghost fell upon you and you begin to speak in other tongues because God responded to faith so it is the same principle with praying for physical needs the principle is faith and so here in just a moment when we begin to pray when we lift up our hands, we are going to begin to worship God and thank Him for healing us. So whatever the case may be, if it is a deaf ear, if it's an eye, if it's a blood disease, if it's a bone disease, if it's cancer, whatever the case may be, you're going to lift up your hand and begin to specifically begin to thank Him for that healing. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for touching my ear. I thank you, Lord, for healing my eye. Thank you, Lord, for touching my blood. Thank you, Lord, for taking that cancer, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for what you, whatever it is, you're going to begin to speak words of faith. You, you may have struggled. Satan is trying to touch your faith, but we're going to speak words of faith here in just a moment. And in faith, we're going to begin to thank Him. And as you begin to worship Him and begin to thank him that is when the miracles begin to come into this place and the miracle is going to touch your body we're not going to beg God we're going to thank him how will you worship him when he touches your body how will you praise him when you are healed because that is how we are going to worship him even before we see it in the physical because faith says it's already done I thank you Lord Jesus for doing it it might cause you to dance it might cause you to shout because faith says it's already done so
So we're going to pray the prayer of faith. And we're going to lift our hands. I want us all to lift up our hands toward heaven as a sign of surrender to him. I want us to close our eyes so that we can focus on him. I want you to lift your face towards heaven to, as a sign ready to receive from him. And when I pray the prayer of faith and I shout hallelujah, I want you to shout hallelujah and begin to worship and begin to thank him for healing your body and begin to thank him. That's it, just for a moment, begin to lift your voice and worship. Lord Jesus, by the power and the authority of the Word of God and in the name of Jesus I take dominion and authority over every spirit of infirmity over every sickness and disease I lose healing right now in the name of Jesus be healed in Jesus name hallelujah that's it begin to worship him begin to thank him begin to thank that's it that's it begin to thank him as if it's already happened I'm healed in the name of Jesus Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I hope this word has blessed you. If you are in the River Valley area and are looking for a church to attend, we would love for you to join us right here at TPC. Services are Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You can visit us at our website at www.tpcfortsmith.com and on Facebook at the Pentecostal Church Fort Smith. Here you will find any information you may need. Thank you and God bless.